Hi, this is Steve Addison for the Movements Podcast. The podcast for people who want to multiply disciples and churches everywhere. Today we're talking to Rachel and Troy Cooper about their No Place Left journey from Florida to Southern California. God has done far more than anything we could have imagined. When we came down here four years ago, uh, we were invited by a church, Covenant Fellowship Baptist Church, that didn't really know what they were getting into. Um, they just loved Jesus and and uh, believed the Lord wanted us to come down and serve uh, as missionaries to Florida. And um, my nephew, Braden was down here. He was a high school student at the time and was seeing some disciples made and training some believers. And so it got the local pastor, Matt Price's attention. And um, so when they invited us down here, we didn't really know a whole lot of people. It was us and it was Braden. And we, we were, we were at the time just kind of adapting some of the trainings that we'd learned from Asia. And um, so we were just, I mean, honestly, we were really hope we had big vision, but we were really just hoping to see some people come to Christ. And I don't think we we're even starting churches at the time and um, wanted to see some multiplication. And in the last four years, we have just seen God do immeasurably more, more people hearing the gospel, more leaders raised up, more teams. Um, we've got teams. I think we've got about 17 teams now that are pursuing no place left in uh and there's there's five major sections of Florida, and there's uh, teams in in all major sections of Florida. Um, it's um, seeing just um, lives transformed. Um, it's it's overwhelming, honestly, to think of what all the Lord has done, and especially as we as we get out of the way and allow others to step up and and lead, let the locals lead. I'm just I'm just uh, amazed when we moved here, our oldest daughter was in fifth grade and our fourth grade, and now she's in eighth grade. She's finishing out her eighth grade year. And um, just to see that children can do this too. It is so simple. Jesus's method and his, um, his words are so simple that even children can understand and children can pass that along. And I, living here in Florida is where I saw it firsthand. And I just remember, um, when Maya was in sixth grade, she led one of her little friends to, to Jesus. And it was the most unlikely person. Maya thought there's no way this girl's going to believe, but she shared a simple gospel message with her using the three circles. And the girl was like, uh, yeah, I'm in brokenness and I need to be in God's design. And so they set up a time to meet the following Saturday at a local bookstore. Well, we get there and um, I'm thinking I'm going to help out. <laughs> so I'm like sitting in there with them, you know, and I like five minutes into it, I realize what am I doing here? Maya is fully equipped, fully trained, and she's 12 years old and she's got this. So the Lord has taught me that my art, that children can be taught by the just like it says in Isaiah, and that we can equip them to reach their peers. And it has been such a joy to watch them walk alongside of these new believers that they've led to Christ. So, yeah. So you sort of, because I noticed at different trips, Troy's grabbed one of the kids and come away and let's, let's go, 
let's go train and the kids are involved in that, but also locally they're involved. You know, as, as a family you're involved in your neighbourhood, what, what's that look like? Well, I think it's, it's more practically lived out in the day-to-day. I think early on when we were doing a lot more harvest engagements on a regular basis, they would come with us, but we're at a season now where we still go out in the harvest, but it's mostly with other leaders. It's mostly, Mm -hmm. we're mostly leaders now. But so instead of like, you know, house of peace search, they're praying for people in their oikos at school and they're, they're sharing the gospel at least on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. And so much so that we, we won't hear about it unless we ask them. It's just becoming, it's like breathing for them. Yeah. They pray for people. They share the gospel. Um, they disciple the fruit. They get a lot of people that say no. Um, yeah. They're uh, but they're seeing the miracle of of salvation happen in in people. And well, what I'm thinking too is um, when you ask that question, it made me think uh, when Teresa, we're not as much out um, engaging in that way uh, with strangers, but it's more within our, our yeah. children's oikos. Mm-hmm. So um, I have a lot of involvement with the parents of my kids friends and then um i'm just thinking uh an example just last week uh, maya in her class was given an assignment there was um a note on the the whiteboard or whatever and it said um get out a piece of paper and a pencil and then the assignment was it had to start with a sentence called i will not write Let's see, I will not stay on the line. Is that what it was? Something? Stay inside the lines. Yeah, I will not stay inside the lines. So, and then they had to finish out their their like statement. And basically it was this this English teacher wants the students to be like, I'm gonna stand up for this and I'm not gonna let culture control me. Well, my had this opportunity, 30 students in her class, and oh, and this teacher had everybody stand up and read their paper. Yeah. So Maya wrote down, I refused to write in the lines because, and then just went on to share why. And, um, you know, it's because Jesus didn't, Jesus went against everything culture said, you know, and came to bring a new way and all of these things. And I, I just think so stuff just like overtly that. really shares the gospel yeah. and why she following Jesus with her life and mm-hmm. how it's different than the culture. And so this impromptu writing assignment, you know, always be prepared to give an answer, right? Yeah. And so she filled a page with a powerful, meaningful gospel presentation, Mm -hmm. which she thought was just for her teacher, but it ended up being for the entire class. She stood up and read and shared the gospel with her entire class. And um, yeah, and several of the girls came up with her up to her afterwards and just was like, thank you for sharing that. And they had some questions. So, you know, I just think. How awesome it is that Maya prays for opportunities and then God gives them to her. And actually, she came home that day and she said, Mom, I've been praying for an opportunity. I've been praying for more opportunities. And then God put this just right in front of me, you know, and it was just it's just neat to see young people being used by Jesus. So and even our even the little one, like our seven year old Lucy, like we'll go to the skate park quite a bit. And the boys have started a, a skate park Bible study there from sharing the gospel. They got these three circle stickers on the bottom of their skateboard. And so they'll, they'll share with kids. And, uh, but Lucy, our seven-year-old came up to Rachel and said, Hey mom, I just shared the gospel with that man over there. And we were like, what? <laughs> and uh, he's like, yeah, I, I, uh, I just said, I went up to him. I said, you know, God is awesome. 
And uh, he's like, oh, and she goes, and I, I could remember the three circles. So I just told him the story of Daniel. <laughs> okay. And, and how uh, God saved Daniel. Yeah. So guy is never going to forget that. Thing <laughs> it's just flowing out of their, yeah. their hearts. And, uh, you know, they, they spend time with the Lord every morning and it's meaningful. It's real time. The Holy Spirit is in them. And then he prompts them and they respond. And um, uh, it's such a joy for us because we're, we're literally watching and learning from our kids. We've learned a ton. Uh, one would be family church and just learning from what God is doing through family church in West Palm Beach. They've gone from five churches to 11 churches. Uh, they've gone from 2,500 to over 4,000 people. Um, and so they are, are, they're seeing the kingdom multiply. Um, and just, you know, the leadership of pastor Jimmy Scroggins and, and Robbie Christmas there. Um, we're, uh, we're seeing it's expanding to other cities. I think just the acts one, eight principle of just drilling down where you're at, um, you know, praying, making disciples. And then as opportunities, uh, open up, we go and we, we serve. And, uh, so next week there's actually a four fields intensive in Jacksonville that the Jacksonville people are leading themselves. So now we're seeing, uh, you know, I think it was just two years ago we had, uh, that was the one that Jacob Vi came to and Augie, we met Augie at, um, we did the first uh, big four fields training down here in Florida. Now Jacksonville, they're, there leading their own, you know, Jensen beach, they just led their own. Um, so we're seeing training to the point where it seems like a benchmark when a, a city team is able to lead their own four fields intensive, they're taking ownership of the content. Um, we've also met thanks to, thanks to you. We met, um, uh, this, um, Christian surfers international from salty church in the Daytona beach area. And, um, we've been able to work with them and, um, are, are actually doing a training in, in France with their global network, uh, that came out of Florida, um, and, uh, I, I didn't get my invitation to go hang out with surfers in France. Is is, is, is that, was I forgotten or it's it's in your inbox? I can you just need it's on France time. What about the bigger picture around around the US and beyond? Um, what what's uh, what are you seeing happen? Well, and this this connects with the bigger picture um, out of Florida um, is. You know, we've talked quite a bit, but but Augie uh, and his family, you know, we prayed and fasted for two, just really believing that the resources, the people are in the harvest. And um, we're seeing that the leadership that's leading uh, cities, but also on the Florida level, we've got the Clark family and the Carswells and Kevin Maxwell and uh, and even some other other families that are seeing some faithful work like the Dobbs family um, and uh, people in other cities like Tommy Mon up in Tampa, who's laboring up in Tampa, but is seeing movements in Cuba, uh, Lee Wood up in Tampa with one body. Um, so there's, um, it's been, it's been amazing to see the kingdom multiply, but also relationships that are formed as we're kind of learning and serving with each other. Um, but, but on a global scale, just that God had Augie waiting here. Uh, you know, he was installing countertops and now this brother is uh, within uh, a year literally was leading a training for all 21 Spanish speaking nations, uh, in the world. And, um, that's, yeah, we were praying for that Spanish speaker, you mm-hmm. know, we were praying for that. So it's so cool to see that God, uh, had Augie prepared, mm-hmm. you know, 
Yeah. And his family. Yeah. Like I just, yes. Scuba and I just went down to visit them. They've been in Peru for three months and um, just serving the work there in a number of cities and um, to get to go and travel with this family. I mean, it's, it's a stressful thing to move your whole family to another country. Um, and, uh, and they're, they're thriving, you know, they're doing really well there. Um, and to see his wife, Jeanette really involved in the work. Um, you know, I, I'm getting to go around and see these, these village huts out in the mountains where they're using three thirds, they're using three circles, they're using four one one, they're using the church circle drawing for church health. And we got to see a, a witch doctor uh, and his family who had come to Christ three weeks before. It was a house of peace. And we're, I saw two generations multiply within that family that night at that church. And Jeanette's the one who shared the gospel, did the follow-up. Augie's mm-hmm. uh, wife. Augie's wife. And so to see this, and you mentioned the family, it's, it's, a, it's a culture here among no place left now that we're seeing strong marriages, strong families um, really uh, obeying the Great Commission together. But uh, I learned a ton by watching not only what Augie was doing, but to see the God's kingdom multiply across Latin America. Um, and that came out of here. The other thing we're seeing too is, is a, the next generation of leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the 98% of leadership is bivocational, but we're also seeing some, I mean, the, the key full-time uh, family here that's, that's uh, leading with the other full-timers, Tom and Dana, they're 30 and, and they're in their early thirties. Mm-hmm. Um, Rick Priado is leading strategy up in Gainesville. He's, he's 23 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, Raiden Olson down in, um, down at, uh, in Boca Raton, he and his, he's 21, 21 and his wife is, is 19. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they've started a church that's reproducing it. So, and, and we're seeing this across the network as a whole, I mean, across North America, but this, these millennials are amazing. Um, and, uh, the, the leadership and the, the level of, um, uh, their capacity, uh, to, to jump into the work quickly is, um, it's, it's just exciting to get to, to serve them. I feel like our role right now has been, I mean, you know, transition is never easy. Um, but I think with the teams that are here, it's just been such a gift to just watch them lead and just try to serve them as best we can. I, I really feel like as we go, um, you know, they're going to, they're going to take things to a whole nother level that, um, we're just, I feel like we're kind of slowing down, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, we thought we were going to be here for the next 20 years. And, um, but, uh, about, about two years ago, Maya and I got invited out by John and Evelyn Lowe at Epicenter Church in Pasadena to come cast vision for a training and um, that was coming up. And so, you know, we go out there and, and it was the first time that Maya had really spoken in front of people. You know, Malachi, he'd come to visit you in the UK, was was really the one that was comfortable. And so he was kind of getting the spotlight. And he actually pulled me aside and said, hey, dad. Um, you need to include Maya and Isaiah more, um, you know, they can do this. And, um, so, uh, so that, that was my first time I took Maya with me. So I was at the prompting of my, at my son, I brought her with me and she got up and in front of a room of 120 pastors and leaders shared the story of leading her friend to Christ. And there was, everyone was weeping afterwards mm-hmm. 
and I'm, I'm the guy that's got a follower, you know, like good grief. I don't want to follow this. Um, but she said, dad, this is Los Angeles. We need to come here. Okay. And I was like, you know, I think she was what, 12 at the time. I said, my, you know, like we, we were just getting things, seeing momentum happen in South Florida. We were just seeing rhythm with the team. We didn't have any streams of fourth generation church. Um, it was, you know, but, but she's like, you know, we need, we need to pray about coming here. And I was just like, I don't want to come here. You know, the traffic, the cost of living, like it's, and you know, we're rooted in Florida, but, yeah. but she pleaded, she said, let's at least pray. And so we began to pray, God raised somebody up. And, um, and then we just began to prioritize training on the web. Cause I did, it did cause me to kind of look at, you know, I had a new role in the, in the U S role with, with E3 serving with Jeff. And as we're looking at the U S it was like, wow, Western United States is kind of anemic yeah. with trainings. I don't know if it's the SBC network or what it was, but, um, so we just began to prioritize trainings and move them to the top of the list. We get any call from the West coast. It's like, let's go or let's send somebody. So we began to, you know, really form relationships with people out there and mm-hmm. kind of learn about the need that is out there. And um, we went out there a year ago to to do a first touch of training in Southern California. And I brought Rachel and the the three older ones. And mm-hmm. and it was and we came home and we we fasted and prayed for a week. And the Lord confirmed that we were supposed to leave and go to Southern California um, and uh, to serve, you know, to reach focus on the, the seven counties of Southern California, there's about 23 million people there and, uh, and really prioritize the Western United States from the, the Rockies West um, as relatively new territory with respects to, to no place left. And um, so um, that was, that was a year ago. Actually, we were in Dublin together, just really praying through and I was ready to go in like five minutes. And um, the, the Lord through, Jeff, through our mentor, Jeff said, wait another year. And uh, so we're, we're at about, um, I think we're exactly seven weeks from today is, uh, is when we're going to be going. And, um, and how's, how's the family feeling about all that? Yeah, they're, they're really excited. You know, they, they have this heart uh, to make Jesus known. Mm-hmm. And uh, at least speaking about the older three, they feel like they're, they've reached their oikos, you know, everyone in their oikos they've shared the gospel with. And so they're, you know, through this prayer and fasting that they did about California, um, they just got excited about the new relationships and the, um, yeah, just more opportunities to lead people to the Lord. And, um, the younger kids are, they're just all, you know, Lucy and Tessa, they're, they're excited. Mm -hmm. They're just always, you know, they trust this guy. He's got such a they have such great relationship with their dad. So, you know, they know that they can trust him and they're excited. And, and um, yeah. We're excited. Yeah. I mean, we're, um, it's like the, you know, those, those first trainings in a country or in a city, it's like, like the first fruits, you know, it's these people that are just like desperate. They've been waiting for this for years. And um, so, I mean, we're already, and just in Southern California, there's six teams that are there. And in San Francisco, Northern California, there's three teams. And so we've already got nine teams mm. in California. And um, there's, there's a team in Denver and in Boise um, and uh, in Salt Lake City. And um, there's some other teams that, that are forming out West. But 
Um, and there, and so we've got relationships with people there, you know, there's churches there that, that, um, we love and that love us, that we've formed a close relationship with as, you know, these three touch trainings with a, with a 40 and a mid-level, one of the beauties of that is you get time with people, you know, you're staying in their home and you get to hear their story and learn about their heart. So this is, you know, these relationships are, are, um, are deep. And, um, so our kids have gotten to come and, uh, there's, we're going to, we're going to land in the, in the long beach area. Um, just, just on the Southern part of LA. And, uh, there's a church there, Bridges church that has really uh, loved on our kids and that we see as a good place for our team to base ourselves. And, um, so they're excited. Um, we, we asked them about, uh, you know, just with opportunities to travel, would they be interested in homeschooling and, and uh, they're like, no, no, no. Like, that's our mission field. We want to be in the public school. That's our mission field. And, and um, you know, I actually tried to nudge him because I'd, I'd, I'd love to. Um, hey, Malachi. <laughs> Good night. Hey, Tessa. Well, you know, one thing also that I just need to say is that, um, there is a lot more of the nations represented on the West coast. Mm -hmm. And our kids each have a heart for different nations that Mm -hmm. they've been praying about. And it's been exciting for them to be like, Oh, you mean there might be a lot of Indonesian people there or, Oh, there's a lot of people from Africa or Uganda there. Yeah, there might be. And, you know, and, um, China, Japan, Japan. Lucy loves um, to pretend to speak Spanish. So she's very excited to learn um, Spanish. (laughs) So she makes up words. She does. She's actually, but um, just stuff like that. We're really excited about the nations represented there too. And just um, the impact that that will have on us, our Mm -hmm. kids in the public school. Yeah. Well, Rachel grew up in Japan. So she is, she's, Japanese. Uh, this is a cross-cultural marriage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, she's gotten to learn about American culture from me. Yes. So you can only imagine how much fun that was for me. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I, I think God's prepared Rachel, um, like almost like made her for this. And um, she's just got a love for people and she's, she's very strong, but very sweet. And um, so I'm excited to see, how God's going to use her out there in that community. Um, she feels more at home, I think because of a larger Asian population there. And that's, it's kind of her people. Um, and you, but you're, you're probably four hours closer to Australia and only a 17 hour flight. It's a true right, story. There yeah. it is. That's a local trip when you live in Australia, 17 hours. <laughs> but I think different than Florida you know, we were still figuring, I mean, you walked with us the last four years. We were still trying to figure out what are we doing and what does our training look like and how do we do this? And how do we form teams? And I think there's clarity right now on, uh, it doesn't mean it's the only way to do it, but I feel like we've got some best practice tools, some processes. We've learned how to work with churches. Um, I feel like, you know, within no place left, we've got a reputation now that, you know, that we're working with churches, um, and uh, so there's opportunities to drop in and train uh, right away. Um, we've got uh, two other families that are coming with us, uh, the Puckets and Boone, who's going to serve, focus on North America with me at, at E3. And, uh, and then Rick and Jenny Priado from Gainesville 
um, who are on their way to, to Asia in a couple in a couple years, but they want to spend their first couple years of marriage with us. Yeah. What's he put on your heart for uh, for that part of the world? Why? What What are you trusting him for? Well, we are praying for God to uh, establish 500 teams in the next three years. And uh, specifically in those seven counties of Southern California. And we're hoping out of there to establish uh, 50 residencies um, that are going to become just training and mobilization centers to the nations. Um, L.A. is is like a mosaic. Uh, so there's there's pockets of people groups all over uh, and they're you know, they're, they're homogenous. I mean, they stay together. Mm-hmm. And so we need to see um, people that have a passion for some specific places mm-hmm. that will want to go into these different communities to bring the gospel. And so that's what we're trusting the Lord for. So, yeah, so we have six teams right now in Southern California. We're praying in the next three years, it'll be 500 um, multiple coalitions, what we're calling hub cities, which is places that we're seeing movement that are receiving and mobilizing units um to the gaps locally or overseas practically for me i i just um have a heart for um people and for them to come to know jesus um like troy said earlier specifically japanese people i love them and uh i get emotional i'm excited to see what god might put in my path. So I've been praying and asking God to put us at the right house, even this morning, just the right house, the right neighborhood, the right school, and lead us to the right people who need to hear his message, that their hearts would be ignited and they would have a passion for their home country. So whatever that would look like for, if it's a an American who was born and raised in the United States and uh, they need to reach their family, or it's a Japanese person who was born and raised in America and they realize I need to go back to my mother country and, um, and reach my people. I'm just excited about that. And I'm just excited to see, and I'm, I'm hopeful to see what, how God is going to grow our children during this next season of being more in a more international setting um, a, a bigger city than what we're used to here in our small town. And, and so I'm, I am praying and very hopeful for um, mm. on just a practical every day, you know, and just to be able to walk alongside people. I love uh, four years ago when God brought us here, I was praying, 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 fasting and praying that God would allow me to see a person go from not knowing Jesus at all to a baby Christian and that I would be able to walk alongside of them. And then I just got addicted to that process. I absolutely love seeing people grow and fall in love with Christ and that relationship to grow as they abide with him every day. So I'm just looking forward to more of those relationships out there. And to stay in touch with the Coopers, go to coopersonamission.com. I'm Steve Addison for the Movement Podcast.